0: Welcome to the Say I Do with Sue Wedding Podcast. I'm Sarah Kate, your host, and today we'll be talking about the difference between a wedding supervisor, a wedding coordinator, and a venue coordinator. Well, Today we're going to be talking all about wedding coordinators and supervisors, and also the difference between a wedding venue coordinator. So I'm going to jump right in to Sue with this question. What is the difference between a wedding coordinator or supervisor and a wedding venue coordinator?
1: Look, sometimes it's just about a name you select for someone. So, for example, at my venue, even though I'm the planner and I organise everything, I've got to have someone there on the day to help with everything. And I just like the term supervisor. It was a personal choice for me because I feel like they were supervising and making Mm -hmm. things run to time but then I probably almost could have called I've got Courtney that does this for me I could have almost called Courtney a venue coordinator but it didn't sound right to me Mm -hmm. but then I know places that have venue coordinators which their job is to actually put the schedule together check that uh, suppliers are going to turn up, so sometimes it can just be the name. But there, there definitely are different roles because I handle all of that, and literally, it's here's the paperwork, Courtney. You go through this and you make sure everything's running to time. But I know at venues you've worked at too, Sarah. The venue coordinator is very different than that.
0: Hmm, that's true. I know with a lot of venue coordinators that I have worked with, and sorry about that noise if you can hear it, guys. It's Koda. I've got my little grand doggy coming in here to say hello. Um, Yes, a lot of venues that I had worked with in the past, the venue coordinator was more in charge of what happens at the venue. So they would be the person that liaises with the chef and the venue staff and if the if the wedding was happening on site, the ceremony, they would also look at making sure that area was kind of set up and all ready to go. It was more the timing of when the meals will come out, when the speeches were going to be, what time the cake will come out, and that. That's what my interpretation of a venue coordinator is. They don't help you with picking suppliers. They may give you a list of recommended suppliers that of people who have worked at that venue but they don't they don't help with anything else apart from what is happening on at that venue and they're Um, employed by the venue to
1: protect the name of the venue in a sense really aren't they protect their reputation
0: exactly exactly whereas with a wedding coordinator which is similar to what Courtney does with you as a wedding supervisor I did um on the day wedding coordination with my wedding business when I had that and what that actually entailed was in the couple of weeks before the wedding I would contact the bride and groom once they had once they had booked me they would give me a list of all of their suppliers I would then contact all of their suppliers to confirm them for the couple and I would be in charge of creating the timeline of the wedding day So I would make sure that I discuss what time photography would start and video would start and ensure that the delivery times were on that sheet for all things like flowers and the cake. And then on the wedding day, I would go and make sure that that was executed and everything ran to plan. So to me, that's what a wedding coordinator does and it is different to what a wedding venue coordinator does. Does that make sense? It does. And here's the crazy
1: thing is if it's a little bit blurry to us who understand the industry so well, how on earth are couples meant to navigate the difference? Because I know that brides, they'll say, oh, I've booked that venue and I've got a venue coordinator. And in their head, I know they're thinking, I've got a wedding planner. Exactly. And that's, yeah. we come back to managing expectations. That bride's going to be bitterly disappointed. That planner I've just got someone on the day to make sure that you know bits and pieces are done and yes the photographer's here and oh can you just smell that chairs in that place and the bathrooms are cleaned and sort of that type of stuff so you can get great disappointment and if you're not clear on what it means ask the venue for a detailed list of what is the job role of this person that you're saying is in my package and when you get mm-hmm. that you that will be Be very clear to you. Oh wow, I kind of need more than that. That's when then you might be able to look into other services from possibly a planner to assist you.
0: Exactly, and that comes to the like to the next question: Why should I hire a wedding coordinator or a supervisor? What's your thoughts on that, Sue?
1: Oh, you know, on a wedding day when you're the bride, you know, you're up at like four or five in the morning. You're thinking about your hair, your makeup, your your clothes, your shoes, your dress. Oh, my bridesmaids! Oh, and Nana, my mum. How are you supposed to navigate all this and the emotional feelings of being a bride? To now, I have to just jump out of my emotional right brain into my left brain, and I have to now be a logistics person and let me get my list and tick through things. Like, how are you supposed to do that? That's a really difficult thing to do.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and that's one reason why I think it. If you, can't, if you can't afford a wedding planner, if you can't afford to get a wedding coordination package that helps you with timeline writing or anything, at the very minimum, if I had my time over again as a bride, I would make sure I had someone on the day as a coordinator to keep everything on track. Because where would you have
1: found that person? Like going, I don't know. You had just so many issues with wedding years ago, mm-hmm. which is really what drove you to this business, so that you could stop it happening to others. If you think back then, where would you have pulled that person from? Would it have been someone you knew? If you couldn't find that service,
0: I mean, who is that I think person? If I, I know, and that's what was so hard back then. I think you don't realize you need it until the day, and that and then is it's the too problem. Late. Exactly. So that's why I think it is so important. And it's so much easier these days with things like social media and all of the wedding groups on Facebook. So many brides join them and they chat to other brides. And it's really great because past brides can tell upcoming brides what they wish that they had. And nine times out of 10, they say they wish they had had someone, whether it be a coordinator or a family friend that would have stepped in and just said, I will take care of this for you because you don't realize you need it until it's too late. And that's what happened to me, you know, because it was like, I wanted to put the, I wanted to put things on the tables. I wanted to do this. I wanted to do that. It's like, oh, but hang on, I'm supposed to be getting ready. You actually don't think that until you are there and it is all happening. So for me, having been a bride and having been a wedding business owner who did offer wedding coordination services, I really think at the minimum you should have an on-the-day coordinator and if you don't have the budget for it, get someone who can play that role. Even if you say to them, this can be your wedding gift to me because believe you me, it will help everything run a lot better. It sure does. And I think everyone's got that friend who they probably call
1: bossy, but what they really are is they're just (laughs) someone that is organized. And I always say when I'm at a wedding that I'm running that, like the guests will come up to me and go, I've never been to a wedding that things have just run smoothly and effortlessly. And we always knew where we were meant to be. We weren't standing around going, do we go to the ceremony? Can Mm -hmm. I get a drink yet? You know, and that, that's just a fantastic thing on your wedding day is just to know everything's being taken care of, and I think everyone's got a friend like that who's just can keep things running to time and will have the clipboard and
0: exactly and if you need to exactly and and that's the benefit of having someone there run the day that things will go to plan. Things will run to time. You won't miss out on things because you're running late here or you're running late there and it will just flow so much better. So that would be why I would recommend that you have a coordinator or, or a friend a who friend. can do it for you, a bossy, <laughs> a bossy friend. friend. <laughs> yes, absolutely.
1: Yeah. People don't understand that. If you just run five minutes late for the ceremony, it's just Mm -hmm. this snowball effect. And I think if you have gotten your invitation, we're getting married at 3 p.m., get married at 3 p.m. I'll do everything as far as rushing. Come on, guys, let's move it to keep things running to time because five minutes here, ten minutes there. Caterers have to set guidelines to... This is the time the food is going to be prepared and ready to go out. If you go and say to your caterers, we're running half an hour late, the food's going to be dry, the food's going to be cold. There's so much impact to that. You must run on time. And if you do run a little late, you have to
0: find a window to catch that time up. Exactly, exactly. So that's why it's really important to have someone who is on top of all of that. Mm -hmm. So then it comes into Can you get different wedding coordination packages, Sue?
1: Yes, you certainly can. And that's probably something I'll throw to you, Sarah, because this is something maybe you understand a little bit more about. You did sort of with your planning services, but I know when you worked with coordinators at venues that they would have had their different packages because venues are always wanting to add a little bit of cream on top and make a little bit more money. So what was your experience with venues that actually offered that?
0: I actually don't think I had a venue that offered coordination services. So I think that's why I was really lucky that they welcomed me how they did, because that in a way offered them the chance to actually be like, oh, we don't have to do as much for this wedding because we've got Sarah here. So I think that so in that regard, I can't really say that I stepped on anyone's toes or if I did, I was never aware of it. Yeah. Um, but when it came to different packages, I would offer three packages for that just because I was aware of budget restraints and I was also a, aware of the fact that, as you said, I had so many things go wrong in my wedding that I didn't want people have to have to experience that as well. So that was why I tried to keep a lower price option moving up. So my lower priced option, it was just me being there on the day from an hour before ceremony until the speeches and the first dance. So there was that and they would have to supply me with all of the information and the timeline. They would do that themselves because that is a massive thing and a task to accomplish. So yeah. budget on the day you would get me there for those hours. Then I had a middle package which was I would take care of the timeline and be there on the day and then I had a higher end package in that whereas I would confirm all the suppliers, I would have like a a meeting with the couple um two weeks beforehand so then if they had anything that any things that they wanted done specially, I would ensure that that happened. So it was then the meeting, meeting, um, confirming suppliers, doing the timeline, and then being on the day. So for me, I had kind of three different levels of that, trying to help and accommodate those who might not have had the budget for the more premium.
1: Yeah. Well, before I started all the planning stuff, of course, you know, I was a photographer. And Mm -hmm. I was very fortunate that I worked at just about every wedding venue in New South Wales and, and out. And there was just some wedding venues which... They, you know, and you knew the guy. You know, you just knew him. And often it was a guy. The big wedding venues I used to work at places like you know your La Montage and Concordoras and um, offered a lot of uh, did a lot of Lebanese weddings where they'd often have four and five hundred people, and mm-hmm. they were slick. And they and literally they snapped their fingers and they had their headphones on and their clipboard. And oh, I loved it when when I was working at those venues. But there was also a lot of venues I worked at. And quite often it was things like surf clubs and and places that you're just doing a dry hire and all you're doing is uh-huh. you're hiring a space and there was nobody and there was nothing. And as the photographer, I'd arrive and I'd walk in and I'd be like, okay, the guests are ready to come in. They haven't even finished setting the venue. Um, uh, is there a DJ? Is there an MC? Is someone going to play? So I really got to experience what it was like. No one had a clue what was going on. So I would then have to put my camera down for 10 minutes and just sort of go, right, okay, you do this, you do that, um, okay, could play that song. So I really got to see the difference in and people just sometimes think they hire a venue and they hire a styling company and they hire this person and it's all just going to magically come together.
0: But it doesn't and, it and there's doubles. no schedule. Yeah.
1: There is no timeline. And I've had weddings where I've just zipped off to the bathroom and come back and they're cutting the cake. And I'd come back and go, are you joking? I'm the mm-hmm. photographer. I just went to the bathroom and things like this because there was nobody there. Like, of course, at my venue, it's Courtney's job to go, okay, right, we're about to do this before we start speeches. Dave, photographer, are you ready? He's got to make sure he's got his lights and his correct lenses. Simon, videographer, are you ready? Is this ready? Mm-hmm. Now we go. So it was good I got to experience that never happening and which made it that I had to become this person into venues where I would walk in to just go, oh, this is amazing. They would literally like snap their fingers, right, Sue, we're cutting the cake now. Great, that's all I need to know. Right, we're going to exactly. do first dance now. Fantastic. So I've experienced yeah. it all like that.
0: Yeah, and and that's so true. It's It just comes down to what a venue will offer and not a lot of venues offer that type of, Finger snapping service, oh, and they're <laughs> charging for it's it. Great. Like, char- oh, they are. I mean, yeah. these specific
1: wedding venues
0: are charging
1: a mozza but rightly so. Absolutely. And when you're just hiring a surf club on the beach with just tables and chairs without even tablecloths, it, well, come on, you know, you get a look at the price difference and what you get. And mm. so that was my my greatest learning in all of this was having to put fires out non-stop and having to work it out as I went along. And I, I worked it out and realised it's really not that difficult.
0: If you can think about it and if you've actually, and I think the thing is as well, and that's the difference between us being in the industry and us doing it all the time, you are really aware of it and when you're not, you have no idea and that brings it back to why it's good to have a coordinator on there on the day because they they understand it exactly exactly the next question I have is do you get special discounts if you use a wedding coordinator um sorry
1: here's me you know multitasking and you know responding to my million messages that come in non-stop um do you get special discounts Sarah I believe that
0: you know about this one (laughs) Um, well, in my business, no, they didn't because yes. it was just the coordination, and it was a uh, service close to the end of the wedding, and yeah. So, quick answer for that question: No, no. But I'm sure that yeah, there, there's it these depends, businesses yeah. that,
1: that that offer that that you know if you want to go with these people, and yeah, offering discounts, and you should always go with recommended people is even if they cost a little bit more it's you're crazy just to go with someone I bumped into someone in the supermarket yesterday who I used to do weddings with and we were talking mm-hmm. about photographers and she said oh god I had this experience where the wedding was at 3 30 the photographer was meant to do 30 minutes of just quick prep photography before rocks up at 3 30 rocks up as the bride's about to walk down the aisle that, that's unacceptable. And
0: can yeah. you imagine
1: what that put that bride's bride's mindset in? It just kind of ruined the whole day. So that's why, absolutely yeah. Great to go with
0: recommendations and absolutely. Yeah. So, what does a coordinator actually do in the lead up to the wedding? So, look with
1: coordinating, a coordinator does is it's a funny thing, isn't it? Coordinate the day. It's. Mm-hmm are buses coming in? I need to know who the bus companies are. Um, Now, coordinators in some venues will do all of that. Sometimes the planner will do it and pass that information onto the coordinator. Sometimes Mm -hmm. a planner will communicate with a coordinator and sometimes they won't. And this is where it becomes a gray area because every single wedding venue is really different. But a coordinator coordinates the day make sure you know hang on okay so this might be the timeline but I can see a big issue with that there isn't enough time left here what about this what about that coordinating is coordinating whether you're doing weddings whether you're being a soccer mum and you know running the, the the soccer games or
0: it's coordinating what's your vibe mm-hmm. on that Oh, I agree. And in the lead up to the wedding, I think the thing is with a coordinator, it's very different to a planner. It's just doing a small section of that. Most people who hire a wedding planner. They don't have a coordinator or they might have that as part of the package cuz they don't called... need it really. Exactly. They don't exactly. need it. Yes. Or their wedding planner might have a coordinator like what you do with with Courtney. You have you got you were there but you're there with her as well and that's kind of what a wedding planner would do if they had a coordinator. Whereas a coordinator They are just there at the last minute. A lot of times it's a last minute hire because people then realise as they're getting closer, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh, who's going to take care of all of this? I need someone. So in the lead up, it just depends on what you want to hire your planner to do, well, your coordinator to do, I should say. So in the lead up to an actual wedding and what they do on the day, I think is very dependent on as to what it is that you want them for.
1: And that's why also we talked about names. So, look, this is the reason why I called my supervisor a supervisor because she doesn't coordinate the wedding. I do all of that, but it's her job then to have my paperwork that it's her job to supervise what I've already coordinated and if she ever sees something that she thinks doesn't look right she'll come and talk to me about it and we can go okay well let's swap this and that but really she's just a supervisor so this is why we're trying to explain to everyone they're very different roles there's really three isn't there there's Mm -hmm. supervisor coordinator and planner and we would really just love couples to not get confused with it all because that's going to cause disappointment. And the last thing you want for your wedding is disappointment.
0: Absolutely. So, again, as Sue just mentioned, that's why we're trying to debunk the confusion with the titles and what they actually do. So with this one, how much will a wedding coordinator cost? I'm assuming that this will be something I should answer or do you have some thoughts on that, Sue? Uh, you no, know, I think you should probably go
1: with this one because
0: <laughs> only because my venue just That's works different. a little bit differently.
1: So I would, I'd rather hear the more generic. From okay,
0: well, Sarah. well, back when I was doing it, I would charge $9.95 for just the on the day coordination. So that would have me coming, being there one hour before ceremony, all the way up until the end of the the speeches and the first dance then i would have a middle package which was oh i really ca- i can't think of that that included the timeline i think that was 19 95 from memory so it was the timeline preparation all of that type of thing with then being there on the day and then i would be 2495 for then confirming all the suppliers having the meeting with the couple doing the timeline and being there on the day so that was my pricing. Um, and that was a I'm few sure years ago. It was. And I'm sure that there's people cheaper and I'm sure there's people more expensive, but that can give you a bit of a rough indication as to how much it was and how how what sort of you would get for each price point. And, and then, Sarah, there's,
1: there's brides that don't really care. There's brides that go, oh, I just want to get married on the beach and we're just going to have a drink, and none of that phases them. Exactly. And but that's fine. A, that's yeah. fine. But the larger percentage want their wedding day to go
0: seamlessly without a hitch and have everyone raving about it. Absolutely. So that's where a wedding coordinator could come in and help you if you need it. Then the last question for this episode is what would happen if my wedding coordinator is sick or cannot make it on the day? Yeah. Well, normally there's
1: some sort of a backup. It's like um, if my supervisor Courtney wasn't available I also have Deanne so I, I kind of I have layers of people that I can bring in so anyone who's set up with a good business will have backups like you said you had you know you had yours was more family orientated you had your partner mm-hmm. and you had your son and they were fantastic they could step up should something happen with you but at venues where we were talking before about we had a lovely venue coordinator up in the Hunter, what would have happened if she was not available? Did they have a backup?
0: I have no idea. Yeah, because no that didn't idea. happen, did it? No, but I'm, exactly. I'm sure they would have surely had other people I'm that sure they, they could have, have brought in. Exactly, because usually I think she was like the head venue supervisor um, manager and then I think that they had others under her so they probably would have just stepped up and again this all just comes back to why it's important to have a good timeline in case somebody is unwell or in case someone can't make it then all that information is there and pretty much then your bossy best friend could do it. I agree with that because I mean life
1: life happens and Mm -hmm. you know situations happen out of everyone's control and you can't just it's like what happens when you're a photographer? We talked about this in the photography episode. Mm-hmm. Two hours before your photographer says, oh, I've got food poisoning and I cannot get off the bathroom floor. My head's in the toilet bowl nonstop. Yeah. How do you find another photographer on a Saturday, two hours before your wedding? It's life. And you just hope that you could just go on Facebook and find people. But some of these things are really awkward we just don't have people sitting in the wings just waiting in case they get a phone call for a job exactly exactly. but I like what you said too about if you've done your job properly I could just throw that at someone and they could just run through that but I do have layers in my team Um, even like my DJ and MC like he could run it so I'm very fortunate
0: like that I have such a great team around me but not everyone has that Exactly. And that would be a great question to ask a coordinator if you were going to hire one. But again, as I said, like, I would make sure I had backups. And if worst came to, if worst scenario was that you couldn't get there, they didn't have a backup. If you've got the timeline, then You can give it to a friend and obviously if they're not there, they would probably give you a partial refund because they couldn't make it on the day. But just bear in mind they did put a lot of effort into that timeline and finalising things. So you obviously wouldn't get a full refund for No, it would just be their time on the day. Yeah. Yeah. You've got to be fair and reasonable. Absolutely. Well, I think that's a wrap for that, Sue. But before we go, I would really love to hear the story. About the rings and the llamas?
1: Oh, there's so many ring stories. So this happened maybe 12 months ago and it was terrible. It was actually me that did this. But the groom, he wanted to sort of, you know, mess with the best man because he's so scared that he oh. would lose the rings, right? And we had llamas uh, or, or alpacas. They look very similar at the wedding. So I came up with this naughty idea where I said, all right, why don't we – attach the rings to the alpaca onto the you know the harness whatever they wear but I'm going to make the best man think that he's lost the rings so oh
0: you're horrible I know I'm so I'm
1: so so he comes up to me with the two boxes and he gives them I said right let me look after the rings for you you know I opened them and I said now could you check to make sure they're in and he looked and he said yes so we closed it and we tied the ribbon up and then when he went back to the cabin I took the rings <gasps> out and I tied them up again. But we had them tied onto the alpacas. So what happened was he, <laughs> he he's coming in his pockets, he pulls it out. It's all it's all on video. He opens it and all you can see is this guy just his face just go white. There's no rings in the boxes. But I'd done it in such a way that I had oh my orchestrated for the llamas to be walking down the aisle and then the groom kind of goes, oh, I'm just playing a joke on you, so go up and get them off of the, the llamas. Oh, so my he, he gosh. Walked, this poor guy. And afterwards he said to me, oh, my God, So he said, I literally haven't slept at night scared. <laughs> and I didn't know all of this. And he reckons that when he opened that, he, he said, I nearly just ran because he said I thought the groom would just literally punch me in the face. But oh, no. It was it was funny, but I felt a bit bad because this guy was just like, "Oh my god, that my worst nightmare just happened." And here's me thinking, "Oh, this will be a bit cute." He'll open the box, and then the groomer go, "It's okay." Here they come, but the groom kind of played it on, and yeah, he got a little bit stressed. But it was afterwards, and he had a beer, and he laughed, and he said, "Actually, that was a pretty good joke. Well done." <laughs> oh <laughs> my gosh, Yoda. What?
0: Well, I would really love to know the payback story of that because if he was that stressed out, I can only imagine what, what he's oh, going to do. Yes. Oh, my gosh, that's crazy. You evil woman, you are loving. I know. It's, that's, that's my evil side. Isn't that terrible? It, it is. Anyway, well, thanks for sharing that story. We look forward to hearing more of them very soon. There will be multiple stories. Thanks so much for joining us today. If you enjoyed the podcast episode, please leave a comment below. And be sure to subscribe so you'll be notified of our next podcast release. Looking forward to talking to you all then. Bye for now.